what's up everybody uh yeah this is interesting brandon decided to do an update on his mac right before the show started thinking he would have time to do it and obviously didn't work out because that's how we roll so you got me mr andy patrick by myself for a minute until brandon gets here uh got an exciting show we got a brother from another mother dave did laugh on great outstanding dude he's in the 20 group with us very knowledgeable with hell he's got his own retail location now so we're going I'm just going to jump in with him since I ain't got Brandon here to freaking help a brother out with his intro. So let's let's go ahead and get Dave on the show. What's up, brother? What's up, Andy? Not much. Just trying to figure all this out. <laughs> Technology, man. Got to love it. <laughs> I do. I'm spoiled to Brandon handling all the, you know, the startup of the show. Then when he called me, he's like, do this, do that, do this. I'm like, I <laughs> like, oh, man, it's your yeah. job. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Update right before the show. Let's go. Yeah, perfect timing. So we got Bruce on. What's up, Bruce? Got my lovely wife, Amanda. What's up, Bruce? Hi, Amanda. What's up, Johnny Krug? You said you was watching or listening to Johnny's episode today, wasn't you? I was. The last last night I was listening okay. to that one. What up, Stefan? That's oh. another good episode. Noah, that's another good episode. Oh. He said that music, Christmas music goes hard. Greg, another episode, good episode, even though I forgot he was even on the show at one point. <laughs> That's how many we've done now. I'm like, you was on here? Oh, there's Brandon. There's Matt, another great show. Amanda says, hello, Dave. Hello, Amanda. I see that yeah. pop up now. How's Hi. The, how's the shop cat? Is he still coming around? Uh, no, just uh, apparently he's just free on Saturdays because he came to the tech meetup and then he came to when we fa fixed dents for toys that day, both Saturdays. So, oh, so he's just uh, he's uh, he likes the social events. I guess so. I'm good with that. Think stay away any other time. <laughs> we did have the neighbor dog come by today. It's a Rottweiler. She comes by and she's big old thick thing. She just butt starts wagging and stuff. <laughs> like her her whole body wags. She gets excited. <laughs> Ray was trying to do a hell estimate, like loving on her at the same time. <laughs> That's funny. Did you say she's a big old thick thing? She's a big old thick thing. <laughs> she's <laughs> a thick she's girl. <laughs> she's a thick, thick girl. Oh, she's happy. Goodness. I'll see the neighbor driving down the road with her in the front seat of his truck. She just smiling, looking out the window. She's just a happy dog. <laughs> Johnny said he got to go pick the daughter up for dance. Listen, tomorrow, you have an awesome night, too, brother. I'll see you later, John. Christopher Allen. Can't wait to see, this. Can't, can't wait to see that dude down at MTE. Oh, yeah. Christopher, what's up? John's yeah, it's all right. Funny. He's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's got good internet now. I'm still going to give him shit about his internet. Oh, no. like, when he was on the 20 group, I'm like, dude, don't even try to talk, John. It ain't going to work. <laughs> Turn your video off, and it might work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just call in. <laughs> it's funny, Brandon, going through. I was going through the comments. I was like, another good show we've had, another good show. Like, everybody in the comments we've had on the podcast. Amanda, another great show. Corey yeah. Nichols. <laughs> All of them. Um, does my background look like it's flickering? Nope. No. It just looks yeah. green. I know. It's like, I don't know if it's, it, it must be my screen. I don't know what's going on. You did an update. That's what's going on. <laughs> you know updates yeah. don't ever work like there's that at lunch well, hell it wasn't really working before this is this is aggravating anyway thank you casey yeah there you go bubba's got you hooked up yep <laughs> yep no said same thing sweet everybody got your back 
good. No <laughs> flickers. <laughs> yeah, I, anyway, I'd take a couple flickers right now to fix. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It'd be nice. But anyway, so I don't know what I missed. Hey, Not much. We've already had the show. We're gone. We'll holler at you. <laughs> Peace to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I figured as I figured as soon as hard time about your uh, choice of time for doing your update. Yeah. Well, it usually doesn't take that long. I mean, you should know. You should already know. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know what it's it is. Also it's... left Andy with the opening responsibilities. Oh, I know. I know. Started and all that. So of course that's when it's not going to go right. <laughs> How did that go, Dave? <laughs> it went good. I had it. I made everything work how it was supposed to. He had Gangsta Santa going. I thought Snoop on a stoop was going to pop up. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop oh, on a stoop. Uh, That's how, I, almost uh, bought, I almost bought one of those the other night. <laughs> a kid, kid I coach, well, he's Reed's age. He's a senior this year, but I coached him and Reed in baseball back when they were little. Dropped off his Tahoe, and I got in it to move around. And a Drake song come on, and <laughs> – I'm not even repeating what the intro was on that song. I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> Getting a lot of love, Dave. Shetty said, my dude. I Big see that. What's man. up? What's up, Ryan? I'm going to be, uh, yeah, I, might, uh, I might be able to pop up and see Ryan at some point next month. I got a Kiko training in Northern Virginia. Probably going to end up flying into uh, uh, either DC or Reagan. I don't I'm not sure yet. I got to figure that out. Nice. I'd love to go check out his shop, man. It's gorgeous. It's awesome, dude. Yeah. I'm jealous. Like when I grow when I grow up, I want my shop to be like his. <laughs> right. Yeah. When I grow up, I just want to be like him. Yeah. <laughs> He'd probably say, No, you don't. He's always tired. He's like, dude, like I'm here to I'm already life. always tired. I know, me too. He's already got a lifetime achievement award. He's like, fuck, dude, I'm not even old. I got a lot of gas left in the tank. <laughs> Well, Dave, you want to go ahead and get in your background, how you got into the PDR world and all that good jazz? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll try to keep it. I'll try to keep it cliff notes. Um, oh, we got an hour. Shit. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was working at a car dealership in the suburbs of Chicago where I grew up and uh, would kind of see the Dent Wizard guy from time to time and was always curious about it. But um, this was back when it was still super, super secret. So whenever he would see me walk up and like realize that I was coming up to talk to him or see what he was doing, he'd put his tools down and all, and, and stuff like that. And um, uh, so one day I'm talking to him. I'm like, you know, this this looks kind of interesting. Got him to tell me a little bit of what it was about, even though he still wouldn't like really show me too much. And one day my boss was being a total dick and he was like, you know, I don't know. I was grumbling. I was grumbling as I was walking by and I was talking and you know, I started talking to Joe and I asked him a little bit more about it. And he's like, here, man, just call the call, call the boss, dude. you know, call my boss, you know, see, see if you're see if we're hiring. Went and did the background ch check, you know, ended up starting with Dent Wizard. Uh, June 1st of 99 was uh, nice. my first day of training. Um, Mike Seawald was my instructor. Um, Mike's freaking awesome, solid dude. He's still training people. Mm -hmm. you know? Wizard obviously gave you know he's got gateway training, uh, dent training. Um, did my first four years of used car dealerships and used car lots in Chicago. I moved out to Indianapolis and did four years at an auction. Joined the Hale team, uh, did that 
as a corporate hail technician from 2008 till 2014, when I finally took the security blanket off and went out on my own and did hail independently until three years ago when I came home and started the retail shop. Just didn't want to be on the road anymore. Mm -hmm. Took a leap of faith and it worked. Sweet. Yeah, it's definitely worked out. I love seeing, you know, kind of gotten a front row seat to watching you, you know, open up the retail shop and grow yeah. it and everything. And it's been awesome to watch, dude. You, you're killing it. Justin hey, said I'm, you're the man. He loves seeing Justin's you. Justin's awesome, dude. I'll be right back. I got to let Reed in. Oh, okay. boy. Um, man, you are not prepared at all. <laughs> not prepared. <laughs> uh, dude, I've, you know what? I've been able to see your journey pretty pretty close and firsthand, too, Andy. And I'm really, Absolutely. really happy. To, I've been really happy to be uh, a small part of that and to have, uh, you know, been able to be be along the way with you, you know? yeah for sure and i always i mean there's several times i talk about was it 2020 that's when i think first time we probably talked on the phone you know you called me reached out to me about my hail storm like i'm not trying to jump in on your storm like 500 other people are right now i just want right. to you know help you if i can and that meant a lot to me and you know obviously it's created a good friendship between both of us so oh, i love I even, it um even before that too i remember when you were thinking about leaving dent wizard we uh mm -hmm. we chatted quite a bit we didn't get to meet in person but we talked a lot and um i can't remember who it was that recommended that you reach out to me but i remember that like when you reached out i'm thinking to myself i'm like man i kind of know this dude but i was chasing i was out on the road i was burnt out i was surprised like man i don't really have time for this but then i was like you know what i gotta make sure i fucking take care of this dude <laughs> right you were you know really curious about leaving dent wizard and you know so i've kind of been I've been keeping an eye on you even 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 since back then, dude. And the first time we met in person was at Matt Moore's first meetup. When, yeah, that's uh, true. I forgot about that. When tech meetups became the cool thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we go to Matt's meetups, but he can't come to ours. So yeah, that was Myrtle <laughs> Beach, and I'm like, you know what? This is not that far away. It's like it was like a five five and a half hour drive. I think I'm like, yeah, let me take a ride over there and check it out and see what this is all about. And that was a great move for me, man. It was. It was awesome. Yeah. Shout out to what's up, Glenn. Glenn, you actually watched the show live. He was commenting the other day on the, like the replay. I was like, Glenn, it's not live. It's <laughs> 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 uh, my buddy from U-Haul. So, uh, awesome. yeah, I enjoyed talking to you. At, uh, you know, we talked at Matt's meetup and MTE. I think that same year, right yep. around that same time. So, yeah, it's been awesome. You know, and you got in the twenty group. That was good. Yeah, and that was right around the time that I got into the retail shop when I joined the twenty group too. So yeah, uh, yeah, dude, I tried doing mobile retail for a few months. It's like no freaking way, man. It's just you know. You see Bryce Kelly do it's like how I know how? Dude, <laughs> down in that sweat hole that he lives too, man. It's like just <laughs> pouring liquid all over the shit you're trying to work on. How are you gonna get your loops and you're pouring sweat all over it? Right. What up, dude? I don't know how he does it. What's I don't either. And Some spiral. people just like it, just like all the guys that like wholesale. I mean, they just they they would rather do retail and and go to somebody's house and stuff. Me, I'm like y'all. I'd rather just stay here. <laughs> no, I tell you what the 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 absolute kicker story for me to have taken the you know taken the jump to get the shop. I'm uh you know I get to I get to the customer's house and you know it's a smashed fender. I'm gonna be like I'm like okay you know it's probably gonna be about three four hours. And I'm working after about an hour, hour and a half, they come out, start looking like everybody does, which that's no big deal. You know, you expect people to come out and check on the repair. Uh, 
but before you know it, she's like, um, I'm going to have to leave pretty soon and take my kid, uh, pick my kids up from school. Uh, are you almost done? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. What what part of, what part of the time frame didn't resonate, ma'am? And I, of course, I that, I'm, car. <laughs> I'm like, well, um, I'll be as quick as I can be and get it as done as I can before you have to leave. And she's like, okay. So you know, I mean, hey, I got paid for a full repair that I didn't complete yeah. because of her circumstances. Um, yeah, and she's still happy with the results. But or, or you get not, there, not, you I don't get there. Be. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I got it in the garage. And then you get there and there's this much room between <laughs> the wall yeah, or the other car. The garage you could work in and you're yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I think I was telling uh, Tad Jablonski today, he was talking about working or whatever outside. I was like, dude, I think I would be the biggest bitch right now if I had to fix a den outside. Like I would whine so much. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> yes, I, still do, I mean, You'll have to do a little bit from time to time mobile, you know, some of the, some of my body shops you have, you know, I mean, dude, I got some awesome body shops around here that like would almost rather just refer stuff to me than sublet it. So dude, if they ever call me and need something, I'm, I'm fucking packing up my tools right away and I'm going dude. And I'm, you, I'm honestly, I'm, Hey, say what you want about it. I barely charge them if it's, and it's just for my time, you know, because it, yeah, it's usually, oh, we just painted this panel and missed a dent or, you know, this lady, th this lady's accusing us of denting her car and she won't take delivery until it's fixed or something stupid like that. It's yeah. never really that big of a deal. And it is I'm so, so, so worth the investment of the relationship of what you get back out of it. Absolutely. I'm a big firm believer in that too. My body shops, if it's something that's coming out, I tell them all the time, if it's coming out of your pocket, I'm not charging. You know, unless it's, I mean, obviously something smashed or whatever, but, yeah. you know, them small things I can get done for you quick, I'm not going to charge you. If it is something bigger, I'm not going to charge you, obviously, what I should. Like, you guys take care of me, and it's the least I can do. And it pays off. Like, I had a vehicle in here. It wasn't something we did, but fixed the door on it. Now his door won't open, something that was previously happened. But my body shop was able to get it taken care of for me for call, so I got to, you know, it just works hand in hand together. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be traveling about two and a half hours away to do some work. Probably beginning, probably in January sometime. And the only reason is because I will be inside. He will make sure that I have multiple vehicles, friends who need dents. And it's right there by the hunting camp. So at least I have somewhere <laughs> to stay. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I have, uh, I've got one body shop that's like an hour north of me. And they refer a lot of work to us. And the people that they refer are usually willing to drive down here to Myrtle Beach because there's no, it's literally like our Costco and the other Costco north are right in between. So <laughs> you're either going up to Wilmington or you're driving down here. Yeah. So, um, you know, when people really, really just really don't want to come down here, they'll they'll get on a list. And when there's a full day was worth of work, then they call me and I put it on the schedule and I go spend a day up there. And yeah. uh, it, it usually works out really, really good when I go up there. It's like one of my more solid days of the month. So it's uh, it's well worth it. Yeah, I told him. Oh, I, I, like, I said, uh, you know, it takes me a while to pack up all my tools and stuff. He's yeah. like, man, he's got a nice shop, too, and he does. Uh, all kinds of crazy. He does everything customization, you know, wise with vehicles. He's got a tent, tent bay. He's like, you have that whole bay, and he's the one that I don't know, it's what a year, a little over a year ago, that had that sheriff's vehicle, that brand new one that 
mm-hmm. that he had it at his place. He was putting all the lights and everything and had a buddy there and his dog ran around the corner. The buddy was scared of dogs. So he ran. And where do you think he goes? <laughs> Tries to jump on the hood of, Oh. The, of the vehicle, Jeez. but missed, <laughs> missed, and went straight into the fender. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. It. And it was on back order. It was like a thirty-five hundred dollar fender job. <laughs> Jeez, that is the worst part about going to somewhere like loading the tools. Like I'll be sitting there, and if I know I gotta go somewhere tomorrow, I'm like, just look at my tools. Like it sucks. Like I'm so <laughs> full now. I I just wish I'd go to my body shops and just hang out without having to bring my tools. I would love that because I enjoy going over and hanging out with everybody. But the packing of the tools is what sucks. <laughs> yeah, you see, I got a nice I got a nice wall rack with everything up there too. So <laughs> it's a pain in the ass to pack out. <laughs> right. You still forget something. You're like, all right, I'm gonna bring everything I need and then some. And you're like, ah, oh, shit, I should have brought that one rod, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, never fails. It's always something you need and you miss it. And then you end up leaving stuff. I left my VIP knockdown, I think, in my body shop last week, and I'm missing it dearly right now. So, uh, yeah. So that terrible. happens, too. It don't happen as much as when I work for Dent Wizard. I'd lose tools all the time and be like, all right, cool. Hey, Mike Orr. Hook it yeah, up. Right. <laughs> now it's like, ah, oh, that's coming out of my pocket. I don't like it. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I It's been so long since I've subcontracted for them. Like, when I was, when I was, uh, when I was working for them doing uh, independent hail, um, you could still order tools from them and they would just like payroll deduct it. Like they would take mm-hmm. it off your commissions. And uh, I miss that, dude. That's one thing. I wonder, I, I should call Mike and be like, hey man, like can I still order tools from you? Dude, do you remember, um, I still have one, but do you remember that old, it was like a really thick, like almost like a seven eighths, um, big long double bend with like the red T handle on it. Um, it might have been before my time. Well, I don't know. I, this, I was thing, this thing was so soft that you could literally bend it. Like, I mean, it was super thick and super long. You could bend it into a hook, but when you twisted with it, there's no way you're you're going to lose any leverage or any power. Really? Like, if you start, if you were trying to drive straight to, into a bedside with something deep and nasty, you could probably bend it. But if mm-hmm. you were twisting, this thing, like every auction tech back in the day, had two of them bent <laughs> specifically for Sebring quarter panels. Yeah. One for the left side, one for the right side. God bless. Dude, I'm yeah. telling you, man, back in that day, we had those freaking quarter panels down to a science to the point to where there was one area about the size of, of, of an old silver dollar, mm-hmm. uh, half dollar, that was like probably the about 10 o'clock on the wheel well that you could not access. And our auction rep literally knew exactly where that area was. And if it wasn't in that area and you tried to say, no, we can't fix this, it would be like, yes, you burn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then what else? Uh, the four tour stores, a lot of people gripe about them, how bad they ate, But I, that, I got that down to a science working at the auction, the big roll in the doors. Yep. Give me a flat bar. I had the perfect bend on it. Just hammer it out. Be done. I still have a gummy puffer. I have one <laughs> gummy puffer. Jeff Brandon or Jeff, Brandon Jeff asked if you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> no, Reed come by here and got deer or got hamburger, and then he's having to drive the Camaro because his car's in here, and he's like, oh, I need to get gas because it's right there. I'm like, okay, stop. Thinking he had money in his account, and then I just get the alert that your zero balance is like, son of a. You know so I was trying to swap money over. Doesn't you know it's six o'clock on Wednesday. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, it's just, <laughs> uh, that's we'll get on about. anyway. Sorry, I'm not asleep. <laughs> nah, man, <you> good. <laughs> we'll get into your business too. So you got Katie, your wife, working with you. You guys are working together, and Katie actually went to uh, Paul Cordon's to learn some estimating and pricing yeah. and all that too. Yeah, she did. Uh, right, she hasn't been uh, she hasn't been around the shop much in a while. Um, you know, we we had uh, we had a rough year. She had a rough year. Uh, we lost her dad shortly after she went to Paul's uh, up to Paul to learn how to Ooh. estimate. Dude, she was crushing it when she first came back, and then spent a little bit of time away from the shop. Um, when she came back by, um, you know, hey man, I'll be honest, I'm not the I'm not always the the, the easiest person to work for or work with. Um, you know, I'm trying to teach her things, you know, it, 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 it became more beneficial. Now she'll do, she'll take the phone from me. If I have a busy day, I'll, I just leave the phone with her in the morning. I don't even bring it to work with me. She'll mm -hmm. come in and help when she can, you know, just tidy up around the shop, work the front, help me to, you know, run distraction with customers. If a little door ding comes in, she'll estimate that. But when something big and complex comes in, she doesn't have that technical background. And, um, and that's where she started losing a little bit of confidence and, you know, um, it realized, you know, being, and I'm sure Amanda, uh, um, you know, I know Amanda does a lot with you too. I'm sure there's times where she has, you know, feels like she knows so much because how long you guys have been together and how long she's just been in the industry with you. But then when you get put into when your feet are in the fire with that situation that you think you know how to handle, you're like, uh, and you don't it's like it's not it's just totally different. You know, live right. rounds are totally different than being ready than thinking you're ready for it. And that's what Amanda, she still won't do estimates. She just kind of leaves, you know, the estimates to us or whatnot. So she just don't feel confident with it because she don't know the access. She don't know the day-to-day -day of repairing those dents. So she just but she will once the customer walk in, she's getting their information because she types like the fastest I've ever heard, like, I'm like, good God. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over there chicken pecking. <laughs> yeah. So she handled that. And of course, the social media and everything. So and she killed yeah. it. And all the yeah, stuff Katie's, I don't want to do taxes. She's great that. with the customers, man. I love, I love, like, she gets every time, every time she starts the line of communication with the customer and then I end up picking it up. They're like, oh, where's Katie at? And Thought I'd, I thought I'd get your wife on the phone and I'll tell her I said hi and you know oh you know nothing but glowing compliments about how awesome she is and you know I would I wish uh, I wish she had more time to spend here but she's doing uh, she's been coaching swimming and um, you know the high school season is over now so she has more time but she's been just keeping up with the house and you know our home life and everything else that goes on outside of the shop so. You know, I mean, I can't really ask too much of her. She wears so many hats as it is that, you know, it's sure. it's just it's cool to get her here when she can be. Right. I remember when she was all Gordon's training, like she was stoked when she came back. She was all yeah, she was on fire, dude. And yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what, the training itself is, I mean, even though it's okay. I if anybody watching this or sees this gets any idea that his training was it was the problem. No. <laughs> our our lives got in the way and pulled her out of the shop, threw her off of the routine, and everything that we were building came back down. But right. oh my god, dude! Just I can't I can't say enough good things about what she learned there and how she was able to come back and apply it day one. And it's stuff that yes, I can teach her. You can teach Amanda. Mm -hmm. 
but it's totally different when it's coming from an outside source. Yes. Right. And that is that alone. Anybody that hears this and sees this, if you're, if you know, if you're, if you're trying to do your business as a family business, I highly, highly, highly recommend, you know, sending your counterpart up to Paul and, you know, getting some, getting some training with him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. It's funny you said that we were joking about that today. Like Amanda, when we had that hailstorm in 2020, she came over just wanting to play. She's like, show me how to fix a dent. So I had her over pushing. I'm like, you're in front of it. No, I'm not. I know where I'm at. John Yeager went over there and said the exact same thing to her. Okay. Like, you serious right now? <laughs> yeah. Like, I literally just said that. <laughs> so, so it definitely takes but, an outside but it, But it's the make. way you said it. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, definitely an outside source, given that information helps a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Which I'd probably yeah. be the same way if man was trying to teach me something and then somebody else said the same. I'd be like, nah, okay. I think <laughs> I've done that before. Actually, today I said a word and she was like, I'm so malleable. I used it in one of our videos. She's like, you use the word malleable? I was like, yeah, I think I've seen Jean say it before on video or something. And she was like, she stared. I was like, what? She's like, I had that written for you in a script before. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Dwayne, you know, they, John's such a patient teacher. He really is. John's got the most patience of any person in the world. <laughs> so, well, let's get into your home life a little bit. What uh, what do you do when you're not running the shop and pushing dents and all that good stuff? Well, I um, I go to soccer games when my daughter's got games on the weekend. She plays on a travel team, so um, you know, we go. Charles, Charleston, South Carolina is only like two hours away from us. Uh, you know, Florence, Wilmington, um, Columbia. There's you know a lot, a lot of tournaments that'll be a couple hours away, like just far enough to where you don't really want to drive back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you know I do do that on Wednesday nights, which is you know, I'm uh, I'm I'm not really playing hooky tonight. I'm just going late. I shoot pool on Wednesdays, which is why I'm always listening to you guys and 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 trying to watch replays. Uh, and I could never really get to catch the show live unless we have a bye week for pool. Um, mm-hmm. Something that I used to I used to shoot pool a lot when I was younger. I got out of it for a long, long time. Obviously, traveling, chasing hail, um, and then after you know coming home, trying to get readjusted to normal life, um, which. Tr- Going back to normal life after 13 years of hail, that's an episode of its own. I could only Um, imagine. Oh, dude. Um, But yeah, you know, Katie was cool enough to let me get back into shooting pool. So I'm on a league where I play eight ball and nine ball on Wednesdays. And that's been fun, you know, social interaction. Um, Other than that, I mean, I dip my toe in just about every other hobby that any other guy in the dent world does. You know, I love to play golf, but I never have time to do it. You know, allocating five to six hours to go do something by yourself <laughs> is—I don't uh, go by myself. So. No, well, no, like okay, away from your family by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I don't. I don't, I don't play golf alone. I I used to love playing golf by myself. I freaking hate it now. When I was on the road, I would play by myself a lot just because you'd randomly get off work yeah. early and be waiting for approval on a car and be like, "Screw it, I'm going to go hit nine or eighteen or whatever you have time for." Or when I would be home, I mean, most people work normal jobs Monday through Friday and you're a hail guy and, and you're home for four months straight. And what are you going to do on a Tuesday when your wife's got something to do but go play golf by yourself? <laughs> All right. So I used to, but I can't, I don't, I don't do that anymore. I can't stand that. 
I got really tired of doing a lot of things by myself just by from being on the road and, and chasing for so long. Got to the mm-hmm. point to where I literally almost didn't even want to go sightseeing by myself. It is just like, eh, there's no joy in this without, you know, of course you got your buddies that you're on the road with. I, I really, really, really do miss that camaraderie um, of my, of my fucking hail brothers. Um, but it literally got to the point where I didn't really want to do much anymore. You know, mm-hmm. it was just, it was empty to not have my family there with me. And that's so how, how I knew right. it was time to come off the road. How old's your daughter? Uh, my daughter, I have two, two oh, children, sure. actually. My young okay. one is in fifth grade. Ella is 11. And my daughter, Ashley, is 26. She lives up in Madison, Wisconsin. She's done out of college, you know, kicking ass in, in, in her life and, you know, awesome. doing pretty doing pretty damn good. What's she uh, do? She um she works for a software company. Um, she works for a really big software company up there that does like hospital um, systems and patient in a, in a like a lot, of, a lot of patient safety things and sensitive information. And uh, she she got a degree in bioengineering and she basically um, manages software systems for hospitals and occasionally writes a little bit of code. So nothing yeah, nice. Not, not, of, not much of what she went to school for. A lot, a lot. Two, two of the three of my sisters worked for a company down here that's that was like that, and two brother-in-laws and a cousin. They all worked for this huge company. It's called CPSI, um, but they did all that. They travel all over to all the hospitals and put all these systems in and all that. Yeah. If uh, if Nick Stark is still on here, I'm sure he's heard of the company because he lives not too far outside of there. It's called Epic Labs. And I've heard people refer to it as the um, the Google of the Midwest. Like their campus is ridiculous. Like every building on their campus is themed by something like they have an Alice in Wonderland building. Really? They always have like like the the main center staircase of the building is is like the is like the heart and the theme of everything. And the staircase in that building is literally the upside down staircase from Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's slide in there. Um, it, it's it's crazy. They've got uh, they've got like a Jules Verne building. They've got one that's called Grimm. That's like all like like the Grimm fairy tale series. There's a yeah. Western building and and just all kinds of crazy themed buildings. But <laughs> you know, yeah, that's cool. That'd be fun to go to work to every day. Like <laughs> got all these crazy buildings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she she said, I mean, once she, get, she once she got into her routine, it wasn't as magical. But you know, it's it's still cool. Like you know, if you're meet, if you have time to meet with somebody across campus, you can go meet in another building and like just have a completely different environment and scenery and theme around you and stuff like that. That's awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. So how long have you and Katie been married? Thirteen years, almost. Thirteen years. Yep. Thirteen awesome. years on Sunday. Oh, nice. Well, yep. happy anniversary then. We got married Literally. a week before Christmas because it was always a safe time to not miss your anniversary in the hail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, uh, uh, yeah, my youngest is 11. She, uh, she's in sixth grade uh, dances. So I'm guessing it's your youngest who plays soccer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And she's okay. got a late birthday. She's uh, late September. So that's she's like one of the oldest kids in her class in fifth yeah. grade. It's like all, all my kids were like the young, like graduate when they're 17 instead of 18. <laughs> yeah. Do you I ever, uh, with Hale, do you ever like 
doing it for so long, being so used to it, do you ever get that itch when, you know, hail season comes around? Like, man, I need, I'd like to be out there on a trail. Or are you happy being at home? Um, I really don't get the itch, no. I mean, I did a little bit this year, probably just because it was so busy. <laughs> like, you know, because you, cause you, cause you always dream and think, oh, yeah, I can just go back out whenever I want and jump right back into the game. Like, no, you're not going to fucking go back. <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all got balloons, Brandon? <laughs> what are you doing? I, over I didn't do anything. <laughs> I literally haven't touched anything. All of a sudden, I got balloons coming up the screen. What the heck? Oh, Brandon was celebrating you not being able to jump in the hell game. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, why is it only my screen? Hold on, watch uh, this. It does it. There you go. Oh, there it is. That's cool. So I must have done something, whatever. Just whatever, little things. Whatever thing is for balloons. I don't know. I don't know. We got to figure Maybe that I out. look like a damn clown or something. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, you do. I my hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I know because there's certain people like we've talked to Brian Mills, you know, Josh Helton. People got places at home, you know, they can stay and they're like, get that itch and. Is ready to go in the hell whenever it hails. I'm like, man, I, I just, I'm good at home myself. I thought, I thought you I, went and worked I did it long enough man. this year. I did it. I did it long enough. I was on the road for 13 seasons, dude. That was enough. You know, I can, I can totally understand why and how people that come off the road burn out and sometimes like fall hard and you know, fall into bad places in life and pits and things go fucking like horribly wrong for them. Dude, it is a life and a lifestyle that is not for everybody. I mean, mm -hmm. if you, um, yeah. if, especially my last couple of years, um, you know, my, I started feeling a lot of fatigue in my right arm, you know, honestly, dude, it came from all those years of being at the auction in the early parts of my career where we didn't have very, solid handles on tools and i mean like literally the fuck my dent wizard ford tool was the first <laughs> the first eight years of my career that's almost the only thing that was in my hand so i'm a three eighths rod is in a at a weird angle is what i did all day long my right arm is trashed and when i had to start um when i had to start scaling down my pace of work to match my um my physical abilities, I lost my mental edge and I started becoming a prisoner in my own mind. And when you spend that much time by yourself, you know, the only, the only real interaction you have during the day, if you're pushing hail is when you're estimating a car or talking to one of the, uh, one of the writers up front about, uh, about a, a car that you're working on. Other than that, you put your headphones on and you're by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you might be listening to music, audiobook, podcast, something like that, but you're still in your own mind. Something that you hear is reminding you of something that happened yesterday or something going on in your life. And I mean, dude, you get stuck in your own head and yeah, yeah there's times where it's fun to be stuck in your own head. But there's times where it's not either, man. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a grind. It really, really, really is a grind. You say that, but I mean, like us with our career. house. You know, how it's our, not it's, it's not all fucking rainbows and butterflies out there, dude. You say that, but how our retail shops, all three of our retail shops are set up a lot of times we're in the back by ourselves <laughs> with our headphones on but, or something. But like. you're here with your family and stuff. I mean they're they're yeah. right yes. down the road yes. or, or yeah. right. but you don't go trap, yeah, you don't go back stuff. to your hotel room or to your camper. You know, I was doing the R V thing. Yeah, I, I did talk Cliff into going out on the road. He still thinks me he still thanks me for it. <laughs> 
Yeah, we were talking and one time. Uh, I was like, dude, I was like, you owe your if you're curious, you owe yourself to try it at least for one year. I was like, mm-hmm. don't don't go through your career wondering what if when you get too established not to. And that caught that right there made him make the jump. <laughs> so, a lonely, lonesome highway. Definitely a different life. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It is. Yeah. I only traveled once for hell for three, two months, whatever it yeah. was. Well, I'll tell but, you what, man. But I, but I traveled for almost nine years managing disaster work. Well, you you feel it then. You know, anybody oh, yeah. who's traveled extensively for anything, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it's not an easy life. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff, Jeff loves it. He's bouncing out. He's still bouncing all over the place. He's out of town right now. I'm like, I can't but, keep up with you, dude. But he's a newbie at it. A lot of people love that first year. <laughs> oh, my first few it. years were fantastic. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it, was, it was just as magical as everybody that doesn't do it thinks it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and Jack, actually, Jack said it makes a difference who you're working for, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely does. I, I, I was in the camper cooking right now. <laughs> Dwayne's working and working in the, and he's in the camper cooking. That's awesome. No, but like I said, I started working by myself more because, you know, I had to, I, I had to pace myself. I wasn't, I didn't want to be working with somebody else or splitting cars with anybody else when I couldn't run their pace or run my pace. So, you know, that, that, that changed things my last couple of years on the road too. Right. That's yeah. what John Yeager, when we had that, storm he you know said something about do you want to tag these i was like dude that would not be fair to you like you're a hell guy you're a beast i'm a side panel dude like you get your work you make your money and i'll sit over here and make mine like that's just there's no way that's fair yeah i mean i yeah, should have took advantage I'd, of him I'd, I'd, I'd like toby keith out there now you know you put me out on a storm i'll run good i'll be as good as i once was but not as good as, you know, yeah, right yeah I'd, I'd be, not as good as I once was, but as good once as I ever was. You know, give me a give me a. I'm story. not that. I'm not up. that speed guy though, and and yeah. to be you know, eventually you get that speed with just working hell, just like working smash work. You you you're faster than a hell guy trying to do smash work. Yeah, you know, until they do it all the time. But I worked with Danny Charlton a lot, dude. I actually I that was one of the last dudes I did split split work with on a commercial job in Texas. <laughs> Cliff said Dwayne Ellison got stuck with him. <laughs> well, we were talking about that the other night on the phone. He said that they just they kind of got their groove together, and so I think you find a partner like you get your groove together, you know exactly what each other's doing, and you're just flying through them. So yep. that's really cool. Yep, I no, like doing I, it like I did, just going down to Brandon's for two weeks. You know, like just get, <laughs> got to get away for a minute, go do a hail for two weeks, and come back home and go back to normal. That's perfect. Yep. If I ever did go back out, it would like it wouldn't be full time. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, I would really, really like to, um, I'd really like to hire somebody right now. Like I'm not, it's not like I'm so slammed that I can't keep up with it, but I'm always booked out a week and a half to two weeks, which is fantastic. I do no dealer work. It's not like I'm trying to take over my whole market or get deep into wholesale and start, you know, start digging in those holes and stuff like that. But you know, I can only do so much with two hands and especially yeah. two old hands. You know, I've been doing this for almost 25 years, even though I'm not like an old human. I am old in in PDR. And, um, you know, with the with with the way things are going with the shop, if I could find a competent technician to plug in here, I know I could make things grow. I'm mm-hmm. absolutely sure that I could make things grow. And I would really look forward to that challenge and looking forward to that next step. You know, I could. 
you know, there's, there, there's a lot, there's a lot of other doors that I can, I can open for myself and things that I can look, I can uh, do more of if I had, if I had the time to, and um, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to doing some selective hail. Mm-hmm. And if I had yeah. somebody in here, I, I, I could do that. Or I could even have, you know, if I had somebody in here and they wanted to go out and do some selective hail, you know, it, it, it would be nice. It would be really cool to be able to <clears throat> not be the only two hands on every, all day, every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, said everybody needs a Thomas. I, believe me, I was trying to hire a Thomas at my tech meetup. Literally. It is. PDR years are like dog years, Tom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I think eventually all of us, you know, I know Andy's working towards it and, and you will and I will eventually, but you hire somebody, you're saying to kind of do that and you could do selective hail and stuff, but eventually you hire somebody to where we can, as the business owner can work on the business instead of in the business. Yes. exactly. And, and that, me, me and Mandy were talking about that today. And, um, <laughs> Cliff said he'd take him under his wing and repay. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love you, man. <laughs> uh, you're, you're absolutely right though, Brandon. I was just getting ready to, uh, to follow up with that. It's like, I only have time to work in my business. I yeah. want to work on my business. I'm, the same way. I'm fried by the end of the day, man. I tell myself during the day, Oh yeah, I'm going to sit down. I got some, you know, I got some repair footage on my phone. I want to edit and put it, you know, put on a nice little social media post and add some music and this and that and look all slick about it and i sit down and by the time i actually get through my evening with the family and act, put my ass on a uh, on a seat i'm just like absolutely turn well, it's, like, it's like today I, I you know it shouldn't have taken me as long as it did to do this repair on this car but you know and i'm not complaining but it literally was like you know, either people emailing estimates in or people stopping by here. And by the time I get through one estimate and go back there and work just a minute, somebody else is coming or calling and, you know, which I I love, but it's hard. And I was talking to the customer about that. I'm like, it's just hard being a one man show that it, you know, I'd I'd rather be out there getting your car done quicker, but I'm pulled away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, dude, almost every time I go through that, I walk back into the shop after that, after booking that job, and I'm like, oh man, I, would, uh, I, I haven't been able to push for more than ten minutes uninterrupt, uninterrupted all day, and it's only one o'clock, and then I'm like, but wait a second, I just got done booking an eight hundred dollar job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that I scheduled two weeks from now. Yeah. And what about that other $350 job that I booked the last time I had to stop to do an estimate that's coming in next Thursday because I can sneak it in there. And it's like, you start thinking about why you stopped and why you're going through yep. all that frustration. And you're like, hell well, yeah. That's like, that's, what, that's just the rest of December right here. I mean, I'm booked <laughs> all the way to the weekend before Christmas right there. And that's, that's what, awesome. if you guys even didn't hire a tech right off the bat, like hiring Ray was one of the best things we ever did. Ray has been a godsend to us. Like, with the estimates, the ceramic coating and stuff, I can't brag on that dude enough. And now he's going to learn PDR, so he'll be helpful there eventually. You know, that's not going to be an overnight process. But just getting somebody else in that shop to take some of the stuff off of you that you don't need to be doing, like, is a huge help. Yeah. yeah. Jeremy and they do say, y'all go way back. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, Toby Fields. <laughs> Jer- Jeremy. Um, so when I was with Dent Wizard, um, 
this is going way, way, way back. Uh, one of the things, one of the things that we had the choice to do for part of our five-star certification, this was back in probably about oh five, oh six ish, probably somewhere around two thousand five, was to um, kind of be like a guest instructor and like a third hand for the advanced advanced trainers in uh, some of the advanced training classes. So if there was one in your market or close by, you would go and sit sit in for the weekend and help with the advanced training classes. And uh, Jeremy was was going there for his master training. And um, he dude, he he was working. He worked his ass off, dude. And he did a really, really, really good job on all the work that he did. And I, I remember um, I was in the room when they were talking. <laughs> <laughs> he said, just say I failed four star. <laughs> no, like, no, it was I. um. I was, I was actually, I was, I was so, I was so on his side and they were like, they wanted to, they wanted to score him. I can't remember exactly what it was. Remember the details, but it was like, if they would have scored, if, if they wouldn't have given him the benefit of the doubt on one score, it was like, you can't, you can't get two, you can't get two scores of a three and pass the class, even if your overall is good enough. And I'm yeah. like, no, dude, he did not do a fucking three on that dent. That's bullshit. And I argued and argued and argued. and. um I helped him pass, man. I'm not saying, and and I didn't help him pass because I wanted to do something. You know, I helped him pass because he fucking deserved it, man. And they all right, just, all right, Jeremy. We all know Dave got you to where you are today. So. No, I did not. I didn't. I didn't get him anywhere. I had nothing to do with that dude. Other, no. he's got everything to do with himself. But no, I guess my point is, I'm being a little long winded about it. Uh, way back then, Jeremy was a you know nose down to the you know grinding hard working kid and he wouldn't be where he is today if it wasn't for that and i got to see that and i'm glad hey if i helped him in any way because of that i'm gl i'm glad i did because he deserved it <laughs> he said that was the second four star ready page already. <laughs> i agree about that that's how i met jeremy was at a they had a well we both still work for or work for den wizard obviously and uh he's up in cincinnati and they had a tech meet up and they beat the crap out of this. Uh, I think it was Garrett's rental car. And then everybody's like, "All right, y'all gonna fix it?" Like, and everybody kind of walked off. And me and Jeremy grabbed tools and jumped on it, and started working together. So I was like, "All right, my man, like this is a cool dude if he's willing to jump on this thing too." So, oh, thanks, yeah, Shane. That's, yeah, that's, that's my that's a Jaffer, baby. That's my old <laughs> school. It's still got my yeah. personal sale on the back of it. <laughs> like, Oh, uh, there's there's another thing about that weekend I remember too. I, I I don't know if Jeremy remembers this one or not, but there was um there was a group of guys. Uh, the Chicago market had acquired a com a comp a competing company, and made all their technicians go through advanced training class. And this one dude, he knew on day one that he failed. They literally told him on day one, "You are not passing this. You can't pass this, even if you get a six on tomorrow's dent." And, it, and the second day dent was the Taurus door. But they talked him into coming in anyway, just for the learning, you know, for the education and the learning part of it. And this dude hacked the shit out of the Taurus door. And I didn't have my tools with me, but the instructors look at me, they're like, all right, well, you're, you're, you're the helper. Go fit, go finish it. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I love those going to the four stars and stuff. Uh, Dave Sanders was my trainer and like, one dude came in there, pulled up a metal chair. On, it was in pallet quarter panels and pulled up his metal chair, sitting over. Dave's like, this freaking guy, lazy as shit, sitting over here in this chair. Sure enough, he chewed it up. And Dave, like, chewed his ass so bad. Dave's like, go over and fix that shit for him. I'm like, but I passed mine. Why I go fix it? <laughs> <laughs> 
I had the bad problem of getting done before everybody else, and they'd be like, you need to keep messing with it. So they would score me a little lower on that, but I still passed. But then I'd have to go clean up other people's shit. I'm like, come on, man, really? Like, <laughs> it don't right, pay got, to be fast. I got a dog that's going crazy real quick, but when I get back, I know I'm going to ask you a question that I know Jeremy's going to want to listen to because he really likes this topic, but I'll be right back. He said, I remember you guys using Galantz for the hard body line, and all 15 of us broke pain immediately. <laughs> we had to have a meeting about it. Yes, <laughs> I do. It's like, well, I'm Mitsubishi's of all things. <laughs> Galantz. Oh, my God, dude. Those were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. They couldn't get Tauruses anymore. Um, <laughs> but when I, when I did my four-star training, it was in St. Louis, and we used Malibus. And they, dude, Dave Sanders whacked. So this – Sanders was gonna Sanders was gonna drill holes for us right by the taillight, right where he mm -hmm. wanted right where he wanted the holes because it was he was he was whacking that dent for it to be a hole and to have that leverage. Mm -hmm. Steve Payne happened to be at corporate that Saturday and he <laughs> he hears Sanders out there with the drill. And probably on the fourth car, he comes out, he goes, Get that fucking drill out of there. <laughs> <laughs> at Sanders. And he's like, I already hit, I, I already hit all the cars for this dent, for this access, for this leverage. And half the class got to do it with the hole, and the other half of the class didn't. Oh man. Steve Payne sat there and he pulled a chair out of his office and sat in the whole big corporate training center to make sure that sanders didn't keep busting holes in those cars <laughs> i love sanders man a lot of people didn't like him but i i thought he was awesome me and him always got along and everything i'm kind of i'm like Dyke, yeah. i wonder if he's still up there wonder where he's at now you know what dude i heard um during covid i heard that he wasn't doing really good and that um he got he got you know he was in the hospital and shit like that and uh i don't know what happened to him i don't know I, I hope he kicked out of it but i'm honestly not too sure um, I can't rem I think it was at MTE Vegas and I can't remember who it was that told me about it. Mm -hmm. uh, but they did, they, I, I you know, kind of like m jogging my memory. It wasn't like one of those things where it sounded too good. Right. Steve Payne was high strung, very high strung. <laughs> He's another one that a lot of people didn't like, but I did. You know, I always liked the guys that were kind of the assholes, but would tell you like it is and you knew where you stood with them. Yeah. Kaysen was yeah. still, Kaysen was my guy. I love, Rob Kaysen was so awesome all the time. I yeah. still, you know, every time I see him, if he comes empty, I'm excited to sit down and I think he still, I think he still does training for them for um, the paint, for paint, uh, paint repairs. Yeah. And then he was, um, he was doing training for uh, interior. I went up there and did interior training when I worked for Dent Wizard. <laughs> he did great, but when I came back, it wasn't so great. I didn't do interior or interior repairs very long. Due to lack of uh, lack of materials, but we won't get into that. We don't we don't drill. We talking about. Uh, so yeah, uh, real quick because uh, he's running out of time. <laughs> I want to talk about. You just got back from uh, Ryan Campbell's hunting camp and all that, right? You went hunting with him. Yes. So how'd that go? Uh, I did not see anything in the oh. woods, and it was my first time ever hunting, but I had a freaking blast, dude. It was a great group of guys. Uh, just being out in the, you know, Ryan got a deer, uh, his cousin got two and another guy that we were with got a, got an eight pointer and all four, all four of those deer got taken on, on day one. Um, dude, Ryan had his down like probably 15 minutes after sunrise. So like, 
he 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 opened shotgun season with a win, and he was like, "All right, fuck, I'm done." Uh, hey, you didn't let the visitor have first shot. Yeah, no, I wish. It's, it's not like we were all sitting there in a line. It's, it's, we weren't. <laughs> but no, Jerry I said they gave you the worst spot. Yeah. <laughs> New guy, put him over here. He won't know no better. Yeah, right. It um, looked like a blast. It was a blast. No, I, it definitely gave me the fever to want to keep going and keep doing it. Um, I'm definitely uh, – I have to find someplace close by here in South Carolina that I can get to easy enough just to get more time out in the woods, man. I mean, I yeah. realize that it's going to take time for me to learn what I'm doing out there and to um, to get something. like. And, and this is something that's been on my bucket list for probably about five years because I've always wanted to get out hunting. I do have a bow. A buddy of mine got me into bow shooting a couple of years back, just target and, and goofing around. I've never had one of those out in the woods, but I really, really love shooting my bow. Like I like shooting guns as much as everybody else does, but there's just some, some type of primitive, like personal relationship between the bow and the person holding it. And I literally have on my bucket list that I want to kill a deer with a bow. Well, if you, if you really want or want to get serious about hunting, uh, bow is the way to go gun. That's that's all me, baby. I'm gonna go out there and walks out, and I want to shoot it. I'm gonna shoot it. But yep. <laughs> uh, but it was your first time going, and then uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Jeremy took David White. I think that was David's first time. It was, too, but I don't think they saw anything. So, how's that? What bow you got? I have a diamond bow tech. Sounds like another language to me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just a I don't know, low mid grade. Yeah starter ishbo dang dwayne said you can go to georgia and go spear hunting for hogs that sounds yeah sketch. but you have to wear a loincloth and i'm not into that <laughs> go bow hunt with that, do I'm they size that. you for your loincloth <laughs> <Depends on. laughs> in georgia it's just small. pine trees so we just got needles down there <laughs> seek kill um, bring home the family it's in our dna yes, so. yep. yes. Bow hunting is up close. Is man, a lot of hunters. Uh, you've you've exactly got to, that as. There's a lot that goes into it. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, like, like you said, with a gun, you know, depending on what you can, you can like, you could climb up, you can climb up into a nice little tree fort and just sit there in a chair and look across an open field if if that's the type of hunting that you're doing, and you know, as soon as something pokes its head out, boom. Um, you know, where we were, we were in Wayne National Forest. It's it was pretty thick, dense, you know, countryside, you know. Um, but yeah, there's so many different types of gun hunting. But with a bow, mm -hmm. I mean, dude, your kill range is so close. You have to be so quiet and so still and so, you know, you, you actually what, have man. to work to get them in a kill range. Uh, oh, Carl, I, don't, I still don't remember how to, Yeah, Nevue. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> He shoots. He he uses a damn pellet gun. A pellet it's airsoft. Gun? Yeah, it's an airsoft gun. Wow. Not, not air. Well. Yeah, but, that's what he called it. Well, I mean, air powered. I don't know about airsoft. Well, I think airsoft. I think them little. That's <laughs> what he said on the show. They're, they're they're uh, they're it's a. I mean, it, it's CO two powered, but or nitrogen, whatever it is. But he just shot one not too long ago. I think in Michigan. Um with with it too and i, I want to say it was well over it was over 100 yards with it but man, man i do just, my... i can't think of a pellet gun killing a deer that did you see that record buck that was just was taken down in ohio uh, -uh. 
Oh, dude, it's it was a monster. Um, they're uh, guessing it still it still has to get measured by um, Boone and Crockett to to verify it. But uh, if if the measurement stands, it's over two hundred. Free range or yeah, or free. yep, pinned in. I I do my best <laughs> best hunting and fishing at Costco. I'm all over. I bring home all the good stuff. That's like that's like uh, still bring home the family. Yeah, that's like uh, right before Thanksgiving. We're there and uh, first night at the camp opening weekend week is right after I got back from Andy's. But I'm like told my son and my buddy is like y'all can go hunt for the horns. I said I'm taking my 17 caliber and going right here shoot a a little doe to put make it into jerky and. That's the first time I've ever shot one with my 17. Um, you know, it's small caliber, mm-hmm. but shot her right in the head. Got all my hell. I had her all clean before they ever got, before it got dark and they got back from camp. Nice. Put her on jerky or cut her up, put it in, in the dehydrator overnight and had jerky the next morning. So, what is an Orby gun? Yeah. Um, call yourself a hunter unless you kill a deer with an Orby gun. I don't even know what that the, is. That's like the orbs, the little, watery gel balls oh. or whatever i'm guessing you waterboard it <laughs> <laughs> that would be torture that deer <laughs> the deer would have a heart attack laughing so yeah. hard that's why <laughs> like, what the hell what's up nick uh, what's up nick yeah man i can't keep yeah. up comment oh doe is reporting for backstrap duty <laughs> i love it yeah that's what when i hunt when i was younger with my granddad like it was all about getting the, you know good doe meat and all that tender meat and stuff he said yeah <laughs> well, you really want tender meat i'll kill you some to get get some tender meat they you just won't get much of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now ohio is pretty restrictive tad that's where i was, so I was flat. Ohio. yeah it's so flat you can only shoot with a shotgun because it's a rifle is going to go a million miles well they did start they did start allowing selective rifle uh rounds but it has to be a straight walled cartridge because they're just yeah. like you know, much heavier grain bullet and lower velocity. So like um, the particular round that I'm looking into, cause I might buy a, buy just, I might buy just an upper for for my AR that's in uh 350 legend caliber. Cause then I just two pins and I can switch the whole gun out for if I go hunting anywhere in the Midwest. Um, and it's like, it's only got like a, it's very, very light bullet drop up to a hundred yards, but then at 200 yards, it's like an eight inch bullet drop at 300 wow. yards. It's like a 16 inch bullet drop. So it, it drops off so fast that it's like the like rainbow that sucker out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're hunting like a denser forest situation, you're, you know, you're probably not going to get a clear shot through, through all the trees more than a hundred, 150 yards, <laughs> at least where we were. That's like that's like here in Alabama. I mean, these people that, that go out. I remember, you know, oh, I got me a seven mag. Why? Yeah, you know, two seventy thirty out six three oh eight is what I shoot. Um, I mean, thirty thirty is what I, I shot my first deer with. Something that's you know you can reach out there three hundred yards max, or, or I mean, not max, but that's all you need. You know, you don't need a seven mag that shoots something a hundred yards away and blow half the backside of the deer out. <laughs> you want to take some meat home, not not yeah. sure. <laughs> All they care about is see, you know, you know, oh, I got a fifty cal. I'm gonna, 
I turn that deer to dust. Poof. <laughs> It'll be like in my tank. It, it, it would be like the first time I ever went dove hunting when I was like 12 and I finally nicked one. It landed on the ground. I ran up to it. Boom. There was nothing left. Jackson, sometimes you just want a John Wick a deer. Some incendiary rounds. I've heard a lot of people say that 30, you know, 308 is one of the most tried and true, you know, hunting rifle. What I learned to hunt with is I yeah. bought a 308, dude. I took it to a rifle range for the first time. I was like, damn, dude, that thing hurt. Really? <laughs> oh, it ain't nothing. Mine, mine ain't like that. My 30 all six is way worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. Though. That's one my granddaddy gave me. Mine had some kick. I got a, I got a Remington 700. Man, Jack got a 308, so if he can do it with his little ass, you know, just... <laughs> AR, damn. With a bump stop on there. Yeah. <laughs> letting them fly. I'm over here. I shoot Weatherby. I don't know. Dang, I can't. Comments coming in hot. America. It's going to lighten up. We drop viewers off and just leave the hunters in here. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Matter of fact, all right, y'all, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> it's the hunting oh, show now, <laughs> Ginger Bros hunting show. No, I, I mean, I, you know, uh, I appreciate you coming over. I mean, coming, coming, coming over. Thanks for coming over here. On the we didn't get talk about it. Real quick. it feels like I just came by the house to hang out. I mean, honestly, yeah. dude, I mean, I know both you guys well enough to it's just like you know, it's just like we're on a three way phone call. Bullshit. I'm ready for right. MTE so bad. I, I'm just me too. Just ready. The tech meetups, especially like made it like Pittsburgh and then here, like it kind of gets you amped up for it. It's like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, the big show is about to happen. We had the we had the playoffs. Now it's time for the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, I was kind of I was kind of bummed that I did that I didn't make Pittsburgh, but I it, I tell you what, man, if I I'll never be able to make it make that weekend though. You know, that's uh, her and I have had a standing tradition ever since we've been married to get away for her birthday. We don't. You know, we don't have a whole lot of family around us. So, I mean, we get babysitters and stuff like that. But, you know, couples weekends and vacations for just her and I are pretty rare. So, yeah, that's, same uh, that's that that's that's, you know, I kind of casually suggested that we just do the You know, I was like, well, you know, all the wives are going to be doing their own thing while we're doing, the, you know, doing our masterminding. And she just kind of looked at me. She's like, I love you and I love everybody, but I don't want to do Dent Guy weekend for my birthday. And I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was it. I just didn't ask anything other than that. I don't blame that. All right. Uh Tom Poland, uh, you know, you can do that in any state. So you, you just cross out. Don't want to get caught. Like <laughs> <laughs> right, Yosemite Sam. Uh, <laughs> uh, just don't just, shoot at that one that the head just keeps moving up and down. Ted, Ted really hates driving to Pittsburgh. We got stand your ground laws down here, Pine Time. We can shoot anything anywhere, anytime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real quick, I want to uh, – I know we're running over a little bit. I was want to ask about – you talking about the Kiko training. How long have you been doing that? I've been doing that j literally just over a year now. I did my first one in uh, December of last year. Obviously, you're going to say you love it. You're on camera, so – I do. It is kamikaze travel. I am not a huge fan of that part. I usually, I usually land like if I have to fly, I usually land and I'm back on a plane in 24 hours. 
Wow. The the worst the, the worst thing about it is missing a whole day when you get back home or a part of a day in your shop back home due to travel. Mm-hmm. So I try the the best I can to do, to do them on Mondays and or Fridays. Monday's a better day because a lot of body shops Fridays put everything together and make it go home day. Yep. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the travel, but do I love doing it? Yes, absolutely. And the reason why is just because of who everybody at Kiko is. You know, we yeah, all know that, and they are like, I mean, standard bearer for good people and morals and what they do for the industry and the technology and everything to me, it is, I feel like it's an honor to be allowed to do that. So as long as they're willing to have me, I'm willing to do it. And I know they're getting into, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure. And, um, at some point in the future that there is going to be some rough out slash basic PBR training, um, that they're going to start offering. And that is something that I would be interested in helping them with as well. Um, so I don't, I don't know what the, you know, I don't, I don't know what the details are on that, on that kind of stuff. I don't, you know, it's something that it's, that I've heard kicked around and, um, I just, like I said, I love doing it because of who they are Mm -hmm. and and I can't really say much other than that. I mean, it's that, that says it all. Yeah. I love O'Hacker. He stopped by the other day and surprised me. I was like, ah. I saw that. Don't nobody stop and see me. Damn, dude, you got a visit from the OG. I know. I'm in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee, and you're at the beach. Like, I figured you'd get more visitors than me. But Corey, you know, Nichols finally stopped by. Yeah. And he stopped by here, too. So, yeah. The only time anybody really stops by here is on their way to, to MTE and. I tell you what, man. I would love, I would love to do a meetup down here sometime because, it, like, the, the perfect time to do it down here would probably be like, and I know it's kind of close to MTE, but like early mid March, be, be like, be like a pre hail season party. Oh, um, yeah. We know, did one of those. Lodging, lodging is still super cheap down here at that time of year because it's before spring break and it's before you know anything starts popping back off for beach season. Yeah. Um, I, now, I don't know about lately, but I know pre-COVID, I had a buddy who came down here and stayed all winter. And uh, he freaking, uh, dude, he rented a, a oceanfront room at one of the, like, waterfront resorts that had, like, 15 water slides and all that good shit. And it was, like, it averaged out to, like, $60 a night. Wow. He did, like, wow. A three, he did, like, a three-month winter lease there. And it's all off-season properties. That's crazy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it's like post-COVID, but you know, you can get really, really good deals down here in the off-season, and um, like right before hail season starts. Well, I can tell you from experience: if you want hail there, have a tech meetup in March. That's what happened to us. Like 2020, <laughs> I had that tech meetup a week before that. We got hit with hail. I was like, "Are you serious?" And somebody's like, "Yeah." Smart move. Invite all the hail guys to your area when you get the hail. Like, <laughs> like, dude, this thing was planned forever ago, and then all of a sudden, so yeah. If you want hail, just schedule one. Well, being a being a tourist town in a beach town, they already have laws around here that you're not a, you're not allowed to put tents up anywhere. So I've been, I'm, yeah. I'm uh, and and Myrtle Beach is pretty anal about business licenses. So I think I'm nice. about. 30% gypsy proof when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> gypsy proof. I love it. Uh, yes. Well, they may, they may pop, they may pop up just long enough to get somebody's deductible or whatever, or yeah. their initial check. And then they're gone anyway. Roll out. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. 
take their car in and skip town in it and you start using it as a rental in Texas. <laughs> yeah. uh, as of right now, not Dwayne. We had a, I got a call the other day, but it was a lady. She was driving through Mississippi when it hailed. So we'll see what happens. It's coming. Though. It's, well, I mean, it hailed here, but I think if we get any, it's going to be after people worry about because we had storms with it. So I think it'll be after people worry about their houses and stuff. First, well, so. talk, talking with uh, another buddy in, in the hell game saying, if you go by, you know, cycles with hell seasons and stuff, and as big as it was this year, and it's still hailing in years past when it's done that, the next year was just as big. So, yeah. I'm yeah. Usually it's record year, there's two back to back, and then it dries up. Yeah. yeah, come on, need another one. One more, <laughs> push it a little bit more it. piece this time. You can have I'll mine if I get one. Some. I will <laughs> push, push it my way. Just <laughs> blow it on down the road. <laughs> I know, Corey. Corey you will You're take crazy. another hell storm. You ain't griping about the other day. Yeah, Corey's been nonstop for two years on hell. Oh, Do you man. even know how to push a side panel, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, Jones. Me too. Anyway, uh, so appreciate you coming on, brother. And, yeah, man. Uh, Thanks always, for having me, dude. glad talking awesome. fun. happy talking to you. But, yeah, I can't wait to MTE to see everybody in person again, see you and, and another one. <laughs> <laughs> um, John. Yeah. I, All right. Well, thanks again, guys. I appreciate you guys having me on. I uh, look forward to doing it again sometime in the future. If you guys get to the point where you start recycling guests, then that means you're having a hell of a run and we're all still enjoying it. So, yeah. Well, we um, are definitely out there right now. I will be looking forward to coming back. Well, we uh, we're going to do a a good show this year at MTE. Uh, We weren't able to, but, you know, uh, Ryan, Shut has been working with them to get an actual radio row with. We'll have wired internet. Yeah, with a lot nice. of stuff already set up. Um, pretty much everything but your computer, you know, mm-hmm. uh, microphones and all that. If I'm not mistaken, so uh, thank you, Shuddy, for for really putting in time to to do that, and uh, Kevin Bird and and Sheldon and all them. But we That's um for the competition. Yeah, we're gonna you know hopefully have a good one this year there so we'll we'll be pulling texts in you know left and right yeah and hopefully we may do some mobile stuff too um if i can if i can get our ecam working good That'd be <laughs> awesome. good luck <laughs> just run around with your phone and do facebook live that works better than anything else half the time <laughs> well i tell you what with that ecam live man we can do right here at the computer and it it goes right to your phones too at the same time so you can be mobile while i'm here too so it's pretty oh that'd cool. be awesome yeah, we just got to figure it out. We just got to figure it out. It won't play audio other than mine. So, yeah. <laughs> just don't update it 15 minutes before the show. Yeah. <laughs> I started like 30 minutes before the show. Anyway, either Still way. Still on better. Thank you again, brother, for coming on. Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you for thank everybody you. that watched. Yep. Comment. We had yeah, a lot of comments. Thanks, thanks, thanks for watching. Thanks for the comments. Made it, made it really enjoyable. And I love y'all. And I will see you soon. Thanks again, guys. Hey, we're going to put you in the back room, say goodbye in a minute. So, okay. Appreciate everybody watching, commenting, like Andy said. And uh, we have, um, hold on, I got, I got it right here. <laughs> have a good show next week, which is a returning guest, but with a new talk- thing, but not talking about herself. Um, but it's uh, Amanda Christensen and her, her prime accounting team.
um, that, that, you know, doing accounting and stuff for especially the PDR. We're actually, uh, we got a phone call with her tomorrow. We're going to be customers. Awesome. <laughs> so. But she's going she's gonna to be on next Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. So y'all look out for the promo and then y'all come back next Wednesday. Shit, that's all right. That's right. Dude, that's right before Christmas. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's 21st. It's crazy. But anyway, appreciate y'all. Love y'all. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.